Well, happy almost Thanksgiving Day to everyone out there. This is the Tulsa World Scene podcast returning for its special holiday edition, um, which means, uh, well, it doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot because we'll just do the same thing that we always do, but we'll probably mention something about Thanksgiving or the holidays in the course of it. Uh, we're here with uh, the lovely and talented Grace Wood. Uh, unfortunately, our colleague uh, Jimmy Trammell uh, had uh, an emergency to deal with, and we wish him and his family all the best. But uh, 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 he'll be—he should be back next week, and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, we are thinking about you, Jimmy, and and safe travels to and from. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you and I either are, are 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 traveling over the river or through the woods to a grandmother's house this Thanksgiving, are we? No, no, staying here. Well, I have to go into the miles of Coweta. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, Catusa. I was going to say it, say it wrong, Catusa, uh, to, for for my my family. But we're we're saving that for Friday because uh, my sister works uh, in in the food industry, and the week, uh, the the three days leading up to Thanksgiving are the worst time. And and she said all she wants to do on Thursday is uh, sit on her couch. Uh, sip coffee, pet her cat, and watch football. So that sounds lovely. <laughs> Are you bringing anything to Thanksgiving? Are you cooking anything? Uh, no, no, I'm not. The one thing that I uh, th- that I have brought back in the past, uh, I was uh, politely asked not to bring it ever again. So, <laughs> oh, uh, no. <laughs> I'll just um, I'll, 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 I'll just I'll, I'll just go and enjoy and be in eternally grateful um i know that my 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 my, my mother and my sister they're 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 all they're both good cooks and so they'll they'll get everything covered and also uh on a personal note i want to acknowledge that today is my mother's birthday i'm not going to say how old she is um but uh she is she is doing well and i talked with her this morning and she's 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 quite happy. So happy birthday, mom, and and many more to come. That's awesome. Okay. Well, speaking of of, of grateful and holidays, uh, our editor Nicole Marshall uh, asked everybody on our on the scene staff to come up with uh, some of their favorite things of the holidays or the Christmas season, since this will run uh, officially after Thanksgiving, and therefore. You can talk about Christmas at that point, um, not before, but after. But anyway, so uh, we each were given uh, five things uh, to uh, to pick from, and uh, well, I'll just I'll ask you, Grace, what is your favorite Christmas cookie? Ooh, uh, my favorite Christmas cookie. Um, my grandma every year, um, she makes these really adorable, um, sugar cookies with like Christmas colored icing and sprinkles on them. And they're always in the shape of like gingerbread men or little stars or ornaments or candy canes and things like that. And like, every time I just see them sitting on a plate, when I get into her house, it just brings me so much joy because they're so delicious. And she's made them every year since I was like, literally born so (laughs) that's a great tradition and they're so tasty and all the grandkids like always just fight over them like who's gonna get the cookies (laughs) so um those always bring a lot of joy into my heart do you have a favorite christmas cookie um 
Yeah, I, well, I, I was going to say, I, I remember that, uh, and I, th I think my mother had one, that, that, that there was like like a, a, a Pillsbury cookie-making machine that looked like a caulking gun, and you would put, you know, a, 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 a die at the end of it and squirt out dough in the shape of Christmas trees and, you know, that kind of a thing. And I remember, I, I, I vaguely remember us having that, but I don't know that we that she still has that. I I said that um, actually the ones, uh, the, my favorite Christmas cookies don't exist anymore. Um, they were the ones that my, uh, my late wife would make. She would take a week off in early December and literally bake for up to 16 hours a day. And that was what she did constantly for the week. And, uh, making thousands literally thousands of cookies and every one of them given away to my recollection if she ate in the course of her history of doing this if she actually ate one or two cookies in the course of that time that was a lot for her wow. um she would, or, or, or one of her, one of her favorite, and, and I'd bring bags and bags and bags of them up to the newsroom mm -hmm. um, to the point that, you know, people would start asking me, you know, around the 4th of July, you know, is, is your wife going to make cookies? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, she would make uh, shortbread cookies by hand. Wow. Uh, and literally by hand, she'd mix everything by hand. And we're talking, you know, we were buying, we were buying, you know, we were cleaning out the Sam's warehouse of flour and sugar and <laughs> she makes it all by hand and she'd start absorbing the sugar through her skin so much that she had to double up on her insulin. I mean, it, was, it was a crazy thing, but they were, they were wonderful. But oh my gosh. I know. And, and a lot of people, uh, she's given out the recipes to everybody who ask. And a lot of people I know have made them. And while they're fine, they're not so she had she had a magic touch. So that wow. that would be mine. So she was baking for like 16 hours a day, you said. Who was she giving the cookies to besides like the newsroom and stuff? Was she giving them out to people? They she'd give presents, give them as presents. Uh uh, my sister's late husband was a fan of her shortbread cookies, and she would give him a two gallon Ziploc bag full and, 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 and that those were Mike's nobody touched Mike's cookies. Uh, she would make them for the ballet. Uh, she was a big fan of, of, of the ballet and uh, she made uh, uh, special bags for uh, the artistic director because he was a fan of uh, her oatmeal toffee cookies that she called cereal killers. Oh, um, and uh, but she'd take them up. She, she worked, uh, in the in, in in the health industry so she'd take them to uh the hospitals and labs where she worked so they they went out all over all over creation but uh yeah, she was she was she was the, 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 she was quite indus, industrious with that so <laughs> that's so awesome well speaking of gift giving okay. uh, is there a most memorable holiday gift that you've received in the past or a favorite funny you should ask because I happen to bring it with me. Oh my God. <laughs> this is a 
1973 or four. Um, and you can tell it is loaded. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, Red Rider Daisy BB gun. Now this, I received this more than a decade before the movie A Christmas Story came out in which uh, this was very much a part of the story if you're familiar at all with that movie. Although the, 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 the rifle described in both Gene Shepard's story and in the movies is not a Red Rider. It, it, it's actually, a, he's just, he, he takes elements from two different Daisy BB guns and, and, and says they're on one gun, but there's not, there is no, there is no compass in the, in, in the stock, if you can see, mm -hmm. just the, um, oh, that's so Rider. cool. <laughs> the reason that I have this, he says, putting it aside before he puts his eye out, um, my father, had one when he was a kid. These these go back to the late 1930s, early 1940s is when they first came out. And they've been more or less in, in production ever since. And I had wanted a, a, a BB gun as most, you know, 12 year olds do. And uh, I remember that there was, there was one that I saw like in a store that I thought was really cool. And my dad says, no, no, I, I know the one to get you. And so this was the one that he got. And so it's it, it, it's something that he had, something that I have. And I've, I, as you can tell, I still have it. It's still, I think, in working order. <laughs> um, it obviously is loaded. Um, but uh, uh, neither of us have put out any eyes with it. And, you know, that goes back, you know, to the 1940s. So I think that's a good track record. That is so cool. How cool that you still have it too. I love that. It, it, it's rare that I, you know, um, uh, my, 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 uh, I won't go into it, but I'll, I'll, I'll just say that the, the past keeps disappearing behind me as, as life goes on. And so the fact that I still have this, I am kind of, I'm actually, now that I think about it, actually, I'm, I'm rather proud of myself that I still do have it. So yeah. How about you? What what was what was your favorite Christmas gift? Well, I couldn't think of anything like super memorable that would make a good story um, when I submitted this to Nicole. But um, I <laughs> I guess this kind of counts. Um, my most memorable holiday gift was the gift of an eye patch because um, on Christmas Day. I think this was maybe 2011 or 2012. Um, the night before I had gone to a gift exchange with friends and my friend had given me like a little bag of like makeup to try, like sample sizes. And I have super sensitive skin. And um, I guess kind of in the night, I'd still had some of the makeup left on my eye and I had like an allergic reaction to it. Mm. And in the night, I had scratched my eye just because it was irritated. And I woke up with like a whole gash across my cornea. Oh, my goodness. So I... Um, I'm glad you can laugh about it now. I mean, that probably was rather scary. It was a little scary. Yeah. But luckily, I don't even know how or remember why. But there was one eye doctor in Tulsa who was open. And so <laughs> I was able to get fitted for an eye patch um, later that day. I kind of had to 
hold my eye closed for most of the day. And then I got a proper eye patch um, and had to wear it in all the Christmas photos. <laughs> so <laughs> there was many pirate jokes made. <laughs> I, I was about to say, did you did you punctuate everything with, you know, pass the roast turkey yard? <laughs> oh, yeah. I leaned into it for sure because <laughs> you, you can't not. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. Make lemonade out of lemons, as they say. <laughs> Well, um, besides uh, the, 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 these wanderings down memory lane, uh, what else can people read in the upcoming issues of the Tulsa World, available at fine newsellers everywhere and online at TulsaWorld.com? Um, so for this weekend for World of Homes, I have a feature story about um, Christmas lights. Um, and if you want to get them professionally professionally installed, you know, how much does that does that cost? What does it look like? Um, how long is it going to take, um, different options for that, different like customizable things. So kind of like a frequently asked questions type story about professional Christmas lights um, and some cool photos of Christmas lights in there too, which is fun. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of think that's it for this weekend. But what about you? All right. Well, um, if you're if you're needing something to do after uh, uh, Thanksgiving, we're going to have a review of the musical Six, which is running through uh, Sunday, the 27th of November at Tulsa PAC. It is, it takes the stories uh, of the six wives of Henry VIII and turns it into a uh, rock concert slash competition uh, that is very high energy, very uh, uh, electric in, in, in a, a whole bunch of ways and very entertaining and surprisingly historically accurate for what they can cram into about 80 minutes. It's it's a one act, uh, no intermission type of show. So that's running through the 27th. Um, and we'll also have a um, review of the uh, Calaveras Mexican Grill. Uh, I which, love them. Oh my gosh, cool. Which... Uh, closed down uh, at the start of the pandemic in March of 2020 and have only now reopened their brick and mortar shop and they've they've pared down their menu quite a bit so we have a review of that and um, I also uh, want to remind everybody that um, uh, this Saturday is officially known as small business Saturday and uh, we encourage you all to uh, Shop at your uh, at, at, at local retailers uh, for your holiday shopping as much as possible. Uh, we all, as they say, are in this together. And also, uh, Tuesday is known as Giving Tuesday. Uh, and if your uh, holiday giving includes uh, helping out nonprofit organizations, those in need, uh, National Public Radio is always. Uh, a good a good thing uh, that would be a good time to do that as well so keep those two dates in mind as you uh, uh, lay back and let the uh, the dopamine in the turkey take effect and you slip uh, in gently into the arms of Morpheus in your barca lounger that's, <laughs> that's the best we can do for uh, this week's uh, edition of the Tulsa World Scene podcast. Thank you all for putting up with us for uh, this long of a time, and we will see you again in the near future. All right. Bye, y'all. <laughs>